Welcome to Great Stories in American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is about the Moses of her people, Harriet Tubman. In the years before the Civil War, abolitionists created a secret network, an underground railroad, to rescue slaves in the South. A clandestine movement which used the imagery of a passenger train to describe its operations, the Underground Railroad was a cluster of people who put their lives on the line to rescue blacks from their owners because they believed all men are created equal. Although the actual number of slaves who escaped was small, the railroad provided an important psychological boost to supporters of the abolitionist movement, not to mention the people who found freedom through it. Conducting an escape was very dangerous. Slave owners relentlessly pursued their so-called property and had the law on their side, even in the northern states, thanks to the Fugitive Slave Acts of 1793 and 1850. But that didn't discourage the most famous of the conductors, an illiterate former slave named Harriet Tubman. After she escaped from bondage in Maryland's eastern shore, Tubman repeatedly returned south to guide more than 300 slaves to freedom, taking some as far as Canada. This story describes one of her risky forays for freedom. Eleven runaway slaves jumped at the sound of urgently barking dogs nearby. Their owners were hot on the trail, threatening to overtake them. Harriet Tubman's presence steadied the fugitives. At just five feet tall, this sturdy, strong-willed ex-slave hurried her frightened charges into a frigid stream. She knew from experience that even in daylight they would be safe because the dogs couldn't pick up their scent in the water. Her sharpened instincts proved her right again. When that danger died down, Harriet furtively led the runaway slaves to one of the farms along the Underground Railroad. When the small group finally reached the appointed farmhouse, a stranger came to the door, eyeing Harriet warily. She asked for the man who had helped her before, only to learn that he had fled after the authorities had found him out. Harriet hurried back to the runaways, who anxiously waited for her in the woods. She knew it would be only a matter of time before the new owner squealed on her. They rushed ahead, feet aching and stomachs rumbling. All they had eaten for days were wild berries, corn, apples, and an occasional fish when they had the time to catch them in the streams they passed. Harriet Tubman encouraged the frightened runaways not to give up. She had been through hard journeys before and knew her way around fear and danger. They had total confidence in her. Wasn't she the Moses of her people, leading blacks to freedom, as the Bible hero had led the Jews out of their Egyptian bondage centuries before? Actually, one of the runaways wasn't so sure about her. When he stated his intention to go back, Harriet forbade it. 
Chances were good he would be caught and forced to give up their position under duress. When the man insisted, Harriet resorted to the one argument she reserved for situations like this. She pulled a gun out of her coat and stated unequivocally, Live north or die here. The man decided to live north. One terrible day, however, it seemed they would never make it to that promised land. Harriet led them to a murky, foul-smelling swamp, explaining as they crept gingerly into the tall grasses that underground railroad workers often passed by there to offer help. Why the swamp? It was so awful, no one else would go near it. As night fell, Harriet and her runaways shivered in the darkness. Suddenly they heard a man's voice, and their hearts pounded in fear and anticipation. The stranger muttered, My wagon stands in the barnyard across the way. He also informed them that his horse was ready to go, and there was plenty of food and blankets for everyone. A little while later, Harriet ran a reconnaissance mission to the barn and found everything just as the man had said. When she returned to the others, she joyfully reported that the tide had turned and they were on the way to freedom. Praise God, they cried. Thank you for joining me for Great Stories in American History. I'm Rebecca Price Janney.